Looks like the Carolina Panthers' new owner has a big old pair of brass balls. No, really though. They're sitting right on his desk, folks. And honestly, I think that's all I need to know about this man when it comes to my approval. I mean, they're not circular balls. They're testicle balls, fellas. Testicle balls. (laughs) NBA Conference Finals are underway. Will the Warriors bring a broom to the finals? And Steve Smith, he made some pretty bold statements. And of course, we honored the gods. It's episode 32 of T-Bosh and the fellas talking life and sports. Thanks as always for kicking it with the fellas. If you're a first time listener, we'll go ahead and apologize to you in advance. Welcome to the show, our all things social media guru and resident drunk dialer, Spencer Dustin Miner, better known as Hot Tub. In in my all in my own fairness, I do call you during the day as well. <laughs> all right, fair, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. This next dude, I'll, we're just gonna say this: he's a low key hustler, and I'm just gonna leave it at that. It's the long eyelash lover of the ladies. It's Mr. Alan Burns, aka Burnsy. Hey, it's good to be back, fellas. Coming from Charlotte. What up, man? The QC. And if it isn't the ultimate LeBron apologist, wonder what nonsense excuses he'll furnish us with today. <laughs> it's B-Reezy, Mr. Chris Perez. Yo, yo, yo. Sorry, <laughs> LeBron. Uh, did you see my boy there last night? What, what? Yeah, I saw it, man. I saw it. We'll talk about it here in a second. I'm over here steering the ship as your host and creator, Thomas Bosch. Follow, like, share, or hell, you know, just talk a bunch of ish to us on Facebook, Twitter, and the gram at T-Bosch and the fellas. Let's get this thing rolling. But you know what we got to handle here first, fellas. As always, we don't commence the show without doing it the right way. LaCroix, this is one of those situations where you just don't do something if you're not going to do it right. And y'all, we don't jump into any episode without doing the most right thing. And that would be to honor the gods. However, I think one of the other fellas needs to shed a little blood and sacrifice today. <laughs> so, Perez, have at it. Oh, LaCroix, and all your sweet goodness. <laughs> I hate to see you leave, but I love to see you walk away. I feel like I've known you forever, but I still get butterflies in my stomach. <laughs> this one's to you, LaCroix. Come on. <laughs> I hate to see I hate to see LaCroix leave too, man. <laughs> Say it. I'm gonna sip it for you. Perez, unfortunately, Perez can't actually do a blood sacrifice right now. He doesn't have a LaCroix in his hand, but I do, so here you go, Perez. I kind of gurgled it a little bit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, y'all, let's get What's it rolling. New? What's new? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa there, guy. Whoa there, guy. Pretty pro, pretty pro. All right, let's get to it. We're going to start talking NBA Conference Finals. Braun is currently down 2-1 versus Celtics. And honestly, you know, he looked pretty good last night in game three. But Braun kind of looks like he's, you know, only has enough in the tank for some jump shots. Yes, he got to the rack a little bit. But those first two games, game one and two, he was mostly just... Taking jump shots, not really playing defense and triple doubles. Don't mean squat without wins. I think we all realize this. The Celtics have looked like a solid unselfish team. Unfortunately for them, if they do in fact get past the Cavs, 
they'd have to play the most solid and most unselfish team. Warriors, in my opinion, this is just me throwing this out there. I think that the Warriors could actually beat whoever they play coming out of the Eastern Conference without Steph or KD. Now, I think we all unanimously, I think, agree that the Warriors will make it to the NBA Finals. With that said, do you think that the Warriors will sweep either the Cavs or the Celtics when they get there? I'm going to go with the guy who claims that Boston has been his pick the whole year, even though he's a bit of a flopper. That's okay. He actually did say that at the beginning of the season. I'm going to take Dustin Minard on this one first. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> very direct answer. That beautiful. Very rich. A man so. of very few words. Back, back to you, Thomas. <laughs> So but you seriously, think, I mean, yeah, it's, it's yeah. You think, yeah, that's what you got. Yes, and yeah. The finals are happening right now in the Western Conference. Yeah, but do, okay, I'm not, I'm not asking you that. Uh, we all think that the Warriors, or you know, if the Rockets happen to get past the Warriors, will be the NBA champion. But do you think they sweep whoever comes out of the East? I would say that would be a very likely scenario because I mean, I, I'm not sure. But I would think either Golden State or Houston. Well, you're asking Golden State, honestly. So I would think they would have home uh, court, right? Wouldn't it matter whether it be Cleveland or Boston? Yeah, I think they both have a better record than Boston. So, so yeah, they would have home court, and they would obviously, yeah, they have four. I think they have four All Stars starting on Golden State when they have Stephen on the court. So, yeah. Okay. I mean, you could even argue they have, when they have, um, I forget what they call the squad, their monster squad, when they put Andre Iguodala out there. I mean, that's that's a wrap, dude. So, yeah. All right. Maybe Burns, what do you think? Do you think it's going to be a sweep, whoever they meet? No, I think I think so. I think they'll get one. I think if it's Boston, Brad Stevens is way too smart. I think he can figure it out one win, but they're overmatched. I mean, the the Top to bottom, like Dustin said, there's four all stars on the team. Boston, uh, their their only all star is on the bench. So, yeah, yeah, it's true. All right, it's, it's, all right. I I, yeah, I I find it very hard to disagree with with you guys on this one. P. Res, what do you got? Yeah, I don't, I don't. It would be terrible for the NBA if there was a sweep in the finals. It's just I agree with good. that wholeheartedly. I think it's a bad look for the NBA. Yeah, so I. If it's Cleveland, Cleveland's going to win one at home. I just, I, I, they're a different team at home. I mean, you could see, you know, what happened last night with the complete and utter beatdown of the Boston Celtics. Um, <laughs> you know, well, yeah. hey, so, so you're in the assumption that Cleveland's going to come out of this series. Yes, I, I still think they're going to win. I think Boston's too young. They haven't been there before. They're really good. They're good at home. They're a good team. But I think. I think the Cleveland has the ability to step it up when they want to, and um, it's Bron time. Bron's still the best player in the world, and uh, you know that's what I'm going with. Okay, well, this is the thing. Last night, when the Cavs actually took Game Three against the Celtics, that was the first time all playoffs that <laughs> that Cleveland had all five starters in double figures. So they obviously, you know, put it together for a night. But you think they're going to win three out of the next four games? Hey, it's a it's a great time of year to get hot. <laughs> All right, fair enough. 
I mean, it is yeah, summer, actually summer a great time. time. That's, that's a bold, <laughs> bold statement there, Cotton. <laughs> pretty, it's a pretty what bo- in the world. Yeah, it's it's a blanket <laughs> statement. Time to get hot. Yeah. yeah. Hey, well, it's almost yeah, June. I thought of it, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm glad I didn't. Um, honestly, um, you know, out of all those opinions, I, I think Boston's going to beat Cleveland. But it's a because I'm a Bron hater. But B, I actually I do think some Brad Stevens is up oh, real quick. You know, I, I forgot to mention this. How about Dwayne Casey winning coach of the year and then get getting fired two days later? Coach of the Raptors. <laughs> and also, how about Brad Stevens didn't receive a single coach of the year vote from his fellow coaches? <laughs> didn't that happen to the old Oklahoma City Thunder coach that now coached Washington? It's crazy, dude. Like, how is that yeah, even I, real? I think that's- I think that's, I mean, blasphemy. I mean, um, I, I don't think when the Raptors got bounced out of the playoffs, I said immediately, that guy's getting fired. Like, you don't Dude, have no, him. he got fired when he benched DeRozan for 25 minutes in that game at the end of the game. I didn't care. He got fired that day. Yeah, but DeRozan didn't look like he was interested it at all. It doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Your 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 owner doesn't see it that way. Because if you 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 have to pay play your best player in the playoffs against your guy, you got to go down with your ship. And if you don't know how to coach the best player on my team, the guy that I give the most money to, then you don't know how to win with the guy that I got. And this is who I got. So now I have to fire you. <laughs> that uh, I'm going to touch on that. I mean, it's true. The Raptors are in no position to move their players they've given big contracts up and so what you see is kind of what you get and it it sucks because he did the right thing they completely changed the way that they played the game they they won the they won the best regular season in the eastern conference but you get to lebron and you get weak and you piss your pants and off you go. The Brontosaurus. I mean, this is the thing. You know, the only reason I even brought that up is because Burns, I actually do agree with you. I think it'll be the Celtics. And I do actually think Brad Stevens is a good enough coach to get at least one home game from the Warriors. But I think it's a five-game series and it's a wrap, personally. I mean, And Brad Stevens should be coach of the year. That's ridiculous. Well, he absolutely should be. Yeah. So. <laughs> How did he not get one vote? That well, that's from black. his fellow. That was from the that coach's vote. Know, man. Yeah, I, it just means he, he didn't get any number one vote. He probably got a lot of number two votes because deuces are wild. They are. Oh my god, two is wild. All right, (laughs) enough, um, enough. We got sidetracked. Sorry, sorry. That's my that's my bad, fellas. We got sidetracked there. All right, so uh, two out of no. So only one of us thinks it's actually going to be a sweep, and that's old Dustin Minard over here. But you know, we'll see how it plays out. I'm the only one who ever has any gall to say anything. Anyway, so it's cool. Hey, maybe you just make some bold statements and talk out of here. You know, well, whatever. You're Somebody has prediction. to. Somebody has to do something around here. You are the, you are the winner of predictions. <laughs> yeah, you are the Damn pre- right I am. <laughs> I'm sitting pretty, man. Like, dude, this is it's so ridiculous. I can't lose right now because, I mean, I just. Because you make 18 different predictions about the same thing. Without their best players. It just goes to show you that I was, and I kept talking about their system and Brad Stevens. And it's just like, all right, whatever, dude. You guys can say whatever you want, man. All right, well, we do have game three coming up here in about uh, an hour. Um, Warriors versus Rockets. So we'll see how that I mean, turns out. I think Warriors come out at home tonight and just <laughs> wax the Rockets. But we'll see what happens. 
It's not even going to be close. All right. We'll see. Yeah. Well, well hopefully for some people. <laughs> All right. So yeah, yeah. on to the I next hope, topic. I hope it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on to the next topic. Uh, Steve Smith, NFL draft night, made a very bold statement. Yeah. <laughs> on draft night during the national broadcast, Steve Smith praised the Carolina Panthers first round pick saying DJ Moore reminded him a lot of old agent 89 himself. And to that, I say, slow your roll, Smitty. <laughs> Those are some enormous shoes to fill. He also said DJ Moore is the first true number one wide receiver. The Panthers have had since him. Now, my question to you is this unrealistic pressure for a kid who is not even the highest rated wide receiver in the draft, despite being the first wide receiver taken in the draft. Do you personally think DJ Moore has a chance to live up to the hype based off of what you each know about him? I'm going to go with Burns on this one first. I um talking to the, uh, the inner circle of the Charlotte, North Carolina sports guys around. I hear that his hands are just like gorilla hand, like, like huge orangutan hands. He can catch anything. I do remember seeing him at Maryland play. Um, the only thing is, is I, I question whether he's going to have the production with Cam Newton at the helm of the quarterback position because he, he's just not that accurate. I mean, like I don't, I can't remember the last time Cam put a lot of you know Pro Bowlers into the Pro Bowl at the wide receiver position, and I just I, I think it's almost a waste of talent. But I think there's no way that he can live up to his. Uh, hype from Steve Smith. Yeah. I, no way. You know, this is the thing. None of us are under the <laughs> illusion that Cam Newton is an accurate passer. We appreciate him for a lot of things, but I don't think anybody on this podcast today thinks that Cam Newton is an accurate passer. And DJ Moore, he's not 6'9". So, you know, Cam likes to throw him high. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Perez, what about you? Sorry. Repeat the question real fast. Uh, do you... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> hey, can we, hey, can we keep that in the? Uh, the... <laughs> you really? Is all right, here. More good at football, Perez. Perez, here you go. I'll repeat the question. Do no, you I got it. I got it. All I got right. it. So, <laughs> dude, you know it's hard for me to ever say that a rookie wide receiver or a rookie player, for that matter, can live up to a Hall of Famer. It's not easy to make the Hall of Fame. So he's got a lot of work to do. Uh, I think he has the potential to be a really, really solid wide receiver, but to 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 look at somebody coming out of college and say that they're going to live up to what Hall of Fame status, I mean, Smitty's one of a kind, baby. I don't think so. Yeah, the, you know, <laughs> like I said, enormous shoes. Dustin? Um, you know, he's an interesting player. Um, the sign, the, There's signs that say that he could be. I would say that with uh, good old Herney in the office, his first round pick seemed to be pretty amazing. If you look at the last eight years, so if we go on that alone, then he has seems to have an eye for talent. Um, looking at the film, knowing his history, I mean, I don't know, Steve Smith. That's that's pretty big shoes to fill. But you know, honestly, the Panthers, they what they were looking for is someone to fill in Ted Ginn's. Uh, Again, Junior's shoes, but just be better at his job and younger. And I do believe that he could feel fill that role. Um, we tried to do it with Curtis Samuel, and that kind of fell through because of his injury. This guy doesn't get injured. He likes to run through the middle a little bit. That's about it about 
what he can do for Steve Smith and probably for Cam Newton because he gets a little tunnel vision. But as far as like where I think, as far as development, I think you should expect the timeline of like Stefan Diggs, really. It took him like honestly three years. And he also, I believe, Stefan Diggs went to Maryland too. And if you look at their play and their body type, they kind of have the same player. It probably is going to take him about three years before he really comes on and does anything like in fantasy football or something. Okay. Yeah, that's but, fair. Um, um, but that's probably where I, I see him at. And if he can fill that Ted Ginn Jr. role, even on a kickoff role for the Carolina Panthers, because I'd rather him doing it right now than um, McCaffrey. I need him to be a workhorse, yeah. not running kick kickoff. So, yeah, I think he has a chance. Okay, but, well, you know, it's, there's very rarely you can see these rookie wide receivers bust out, you know? Yeah. I no, think no, where no, the I... Panthers got him was perfect. I mean, at the bot, I mean, when you're at the bottom of the first round, and you can able to take the number one talent in any position on the board. It doesn't matter what it is, and and you have an opportunity to fill it, especially when you have a like a, a hole. Then that was a good pick for them. I okay. thought. Okay. Well, sure. touching on a couple of things you said, Dustin. There, I, I I honestly think we already had that speed Ted Ginn replacement receiver on our on the field. Yes, he got hurt, but Demir Bird could torch anybody. And we had him for a few games last year and made some pretty big plays. I think that speed was already there. Secondly, he wasn't the most touted wide receiver in the draft. That one, that, that honor went to Calvin Ridley, who went to our rival, the Atlanta Falcons, a couple of picks after us. So, you know, F the Falcons, of course. Never, hashtag never forget. Uh, and, you know, it's like, it's one of these yeah. things. I don't think that I'm not... I'm not necessarily asking y'all about the production in year one, but like, do you think that he could ever reach Steve Smith height? You know what I mean? Like Steve Smith for his first two, three seasons wasn't Steve Smith. Then, you know, obviously he should be in our ring of honor slash, you know, an obvious future hall of famer. So, um, you know, I, I, I want DJ Moore to do well, but like Perez said, it's kind of unrealistic, you know, to put that kind of pressure on him. Like, I don't think he's going to come onto the scene this year like Juju Schuster did for the Steelers. Juju Schuster? <laughs> like, I don't see that. What round did Juju go in, though? I mean, if you get a guy that in your first round and he's not productive for the first couple of years, that's a, that's, I mean. That's a bust. That's a bust. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, becomes, yeah. The, the model in the NFL and what contracts are all about is you want those rookies to get paid very cheap and to product or produce very well. And, you, and then you pay your veterans high yep. and that's how, that's how you stay under the cap. If you, if you're, if you're not getting production from your rookies, then good luck. Yeah. I think with first round, you, I mean, these days you, there's no, there's no sitting around and observing anymore. It's produced now. Dude, that's, or That's what allows new England to be so good because they draft well They'll use you for your rookie contract, and then they trade you for somebody younger and use them for their rookie contract so they can afford to go out and get an expensive free agent if they need it or sign a couple of guys. But they have a lot of guys on cheap contracts, man. That's why they, they, they kill the draft. Game. It's true. It's super successful, but it feels really dirty. <laughs> oh, it's dirty. And, 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 not, and not to get off the, uh, the subject, but Sonny Michelle for New England is going to – I think he's going to be an absolute – Dude, yeah. that that was a good pick. Yeah, I hate them they, so much. And they never do that. They never do that. I, I hate them. <laughs> I do. 
I hate that. <laughs> they, they, they truly do suck. All right, all right. I mean, Moving it's on. not just like it's not just an opinion anymore. It's no, <laughs> yeah, it just is what it but is. But I would, I, I'd say, Anquan Bolden his career might be a a ceiling for DJ. Okay, well, hey, I would take that all day. I would take that all day. All day. He's, an, he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, I would say that that would a be French the ceiling Hall of Famer. for me. I don't see it getting better than that. Uh, if Anquan Bolden makes it, it's it's based off of longevity and the fact he played with that broken face. <laughs> All right, yeah. on to the new, next topic. Let's move on. <laughs> All right, so uh, David Tepper. This man is super rich <laughs> and just bought the Carolina Panthers franchise from Jerry Richardson for a cool $2.2 billion cash money, homie. <laughs> no, no, uh, you know, I need to pull it from this, pull it from that, pull it from this. Like other investment groups would have done this dude. He's worth $11 billion. And he took 2.2 of it and gave it to Jerry Richardson. <laughs> so <laughs> he is the new Carolina Panthers owner. As of this week, I'm going to, I've heard some interesting things about this man, uh, since he was announced as the owner. I'm going to give you three stories real quick. All right. About David Tepper. <laughs> I need you to rate each of them on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the most boss shit known to man. <laughs> all right. Like big baller status all the way down to one, which would be, you know, we'll just call it a shameful act of humanity. Okay. <laughs> all right. So first story about David Tepper, I'll give you. <laughs> All right. He's reported to have said after scoring a $4 billion deal, he could go out and get himself a 22 year old, <laughs> which, you know, props to him. <laughs> he's, he's not young. Uh, also admitting that when he receives bad service in an establishment, he oftentimes considers just buying the place and firing everyone. <laughs> All right. So scale one to 10, 10 being the most boss, one being the most shameful human thing ever. Perez, what you think? A three. A three. All right. All right. Fair. <laughs> guy with kids. All right. Yeah. Fair guy with kids. All right. <laughs> Dustin. Wait, I, I, lost, I lost you on the scale. Uh, so 10 would be like the most like boss, like awesome thing you've ever heard. And one would be just, you just a despicable human being. <laughs> All right. Uh, as far as those things that you told me. Yeah. Oh, that's, I mean, that's not really that boss at all. That's just that's a slot in it because he got it, man. That's right. not that cool. He said, I'll just, I'll just buy that shit and fire everybody. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> all right. Birds. You know, I, I want to say that's a 10 boss move. I really do. Because I, me being in the service industry and kind of being a restaurant person, I, I plan on owning my own place at one point. But that would really suck for, like, you know, some, you know, back-of-the-house person that's got a good job and has been working there for a while, and then he comes in and just fires everybody because some, you know, Janet at the bar didn't give him good service. <laughs> Janet, damn it, Janet. God damn it, Janet, all right? Like, 86 so, Janet. Yeah, 86 Janet because, you know, but <laughs> but, but I, I don't I, I'm going to still say 10. I mean, I, you know, hey, you got, it's a, it's a dog eat dog world here. You got to be good, you got to be good at what you what you do. Wait, are you sure you didn't say 10 because of the 22-year-old part of that? 
Oh, well, that's a perfect age. (laughs) 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 To have been drinking for one year. (laughs) Just just dumb enough to hang out with me. Right, exactly. All right, (laughs) next story, next story. Uh, I keep getting... Go ahead. I was going to say, I keep getting older, they keep getting younger, actually. (laughs) They stay the same age. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. All right, second story. Burns said 10, I'm going to say a 1. All right, okay. He's got a 1. Perez put a 3 out there. Burns went 10. I'm surprised you didn't go with (laughs) 2. That's true. That is true. All right, second story. I, I I would change my answer, but that would just be lame. No, it's okay. It's okay. You Next. are a flopper, though. So. <laughs> second uh, story. I'm stick with the one, guys. <laughs> second story. He invests in a breast implant company. Okay, so that's cool. <laughs> you know for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know I'm into that. <laughs> but then he keeps a set of said breast implants on his desk, using them like stress balls. <laughs> Perez, what do you think about that? <laughs> uh, I'd have to say it's a pretty boss move. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty boss. <laughs> you know, I know you're trying you, to I mean, set a good example over there, but I'm just. Well, I mean, you're in your office, dude. You're not having kids around. It's true. It's a it's a rated R environment. I feel like it's kind of boss. You could lie about what it was. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Dustin, what do you think? Wait, so wait, you didn't give me a number, Perez. You say it's boss, but nine. He throws a nine at it. All right, Dustin. Um, you know, coincidentally, um, <laughs> I've got my like, own set of breast implants. <laughs> well, I was at this bar and they had like a little table set out, and they had a bunch of breast implants on there, and they were selling them and giving away cocktails to girls and shit. And they were throwing the breast implants around the whole bar. And I had one in my hand for a while. And uh, it was definitely a stress reliever. <laughs> so I understand, Mr. Mr. Tepper. So that's cool. It's cool. So I, I, give you, I, give you, I give you a seven. On, I give you a seven. Seven on the boss scale. 7.2. Right. 7.2. All right, Burns. Uh, that's, I'm going to go number another number 10. <laughs> he likes these. Burns is all in on David Tepper. <laughs> Dude, this, this guy is fucking amazing. <laughs> just I mean, he's he's definitely our kind of guy. <laughs> I mean, I was actually impressed with what Gary pulled off, but this guy's doing it and nobody gives it. Yeah. Like, he, like, no. Like, like Jerry, Jerry, all he had to do was sell and, and get $2.2 billion for what he did. Um, I mean, this guy's he's only going to grow the, the, the franchise with brass balls on his fucking desk. Yeah, he seems like a no apologies kind of guy. All right, so, wait, oh, you gave it a 7. Oh, no, you gave it a 10. All right. I gave it a 10. I gave it a 10. I gave it a 10. All right, last story. Last story about David Tepper I'll give you. All right. I mentioned it in the introduction. Uh, David Tepper, he has a big set of brass testicles sitting on his desk for all to see, (laughs) which are reportedly to be lifelike and veiny (laughs) 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 with a plaque attached to them reading the most valuable set of all time. Now, most importantly, David Tepper, he's a Wall Street guy. He makes sure he rubs his brass balls before each trading day. 
It's right there on his desk. Lifelike and veiny. All right. Now, we cannot confirm or deny whether they are an actual um, representation of his own testicles. But still, pretty baller. I'm giving this one a 10, by the way. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. p what do you got? Total 10. It reminds me of Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, when he uh, pulls the balls from behind the briefcase. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. That's, uh, that's one of the greatest movies ever. <laughs> it's good, good movie reference. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's great. That's, great. A, that's, one of, that's one of the best scenes in movie history. Uh, you, great you, sales movie. Great sales put, movie. Coffee is for closers. <laughs> put that coffee down. He gives him a ten. He gives him a ten. My favorite part is when he says, first place you get a Cadillac, second place you get a set of knives, third place you're fired." <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. So hardcore. Burns, what do you think? What do you, what scale, where are you putting him on the scale for this one? I bet Burns is going 10. I'm going to give you a, you know, an option. What do you think I'm going to, I'm going to say? <laughs> I think you're going to go 10. I get, I'm going to go 10.5 actually. <laughs> All right, 10.5. He's up in the stakes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he rubs them every day. <laughs> I mean, I get. I guarantee you, there has been a secretary that has rubbed them very nicely. All right, all right, all right. Be nice to the secretary, bro. <laughs> Dustin, it's gonna happen. Dustin, Dustin, what do you think? I'm gonna give it a two because balls are gross. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just joking. Oh I'm just joking. <laughs> I would. I would. I'm probably gonna give it a nine point two. The only reason I'm not gonna give it a full tenner. Is because uh, they're not black balls, Thomas. It's... <laughs> right. Oh my god! <laughs> How do you know they're not black balls? Yeah, I, the, I, I mean they're brass. I have, they're I, brass. I, 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 I'm the one who researched this fun fact, so just trust me. <laughs> from, I've never from seen the a vein... picture or any. I mean, there could be some different colored veins in there. I don't know. From the veiny description, I would have imagined them to be blue. <laughs> Let's just let's just put it this way, guys. I think we're all okay. Nine point two, Tom. It's nine point two. <laughs> Back to you, Tom. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. I think we're all going to be pretty pleased with the owner <laughs> right now. <laughs> but this is the only reason this sketches me out because he's... until he buys Burns Restaurant and fires him. Right, <laughs> right. Well, the reason I, you know. So obviously, I think we're probably pretty good with the situation with David Tepper being our no, new owner because we kind of like the audaciousness. But that might mean he's audacious enough to move the Carolina Panthers, and nobody wants to see that. So for the time being, I think we're all on board. We're going to keep a close eye on Mr. Tepper, though, <laughs> the $11 billion man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I think can – I, can I put my two cents yeah, in real sure. quick? I, I, I think this – I think Tepper, yeah, like right now we're all – Loving him until he gets some sort of accusations against him, which is, I think is going to happen. Me or too. The, the, <laughs> fact that, the, the fact that he, he he's so rich that it just doesn't matter. Like, and he doesn't have this big like group of family that is all behind him, like you know Jerry had, and which I know that was a, a controversy in itself. But I really do think at some point down the line, five years from now. 
Carolina Panthers will be breaking news. The owner did some stupid shit. We're all going to be like, what the hell did we With the do? Carolina Panther cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I agree with you, honestly. I think something like that will come down the pipe hey, at guys, some point. That What you're talking about, Burns, literally just happened to Mr. Richardson. It's, I mean, that's true. Yeah, but. Yeah, but. but that took like, 20 years. Yeah, but. He, but <laughs> it took 20 years. His defense. It took twenty years. Yeah, it <laughs> took twenty Richardson years. Is like so old that everybody's giving him a pat. Yeah, old oh, crazy yeah. guy. <laughs> like if you're over the age of seventy, like racial comments and like sexist comments and discrepancies are kind of like, hey, like this old guy just pulled down his pants in the middle of a restaurant. <laughs> oh, he's so old though. Like he didn't do anything. Oh, yeah, everyone just waits for those people to die. They're just like, well, well oh. he's going to be dead. Soon, yeah, right. So. It's like the the Clippers owner, Donald they Sterling. Say, this is what they say. Oh, bless his heart. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Only here in the south. All right, gentlemen, let's wrap that one up and on to everyone's favorite game. This is the last thing we're doing here for episode 32. It's everyone's favorite game pick one. If you have never listened to this show before, we put the fellas, we give them two questions, put them in pretty tough situations, and then they must decide which situation they would endure over the other. So here we go. And we, we've we got one question today, so we'll keep it easy on you guys. Would you rather, fellas, everywhere you walk for one full month, you must gyrate and flail around like every single white dude You'd see at a widespread panic show, <laughs> All right? Oh God! Are you picturing it in your head right now? Oh yeah. All right, you're picturing it in your head, right? All right. That's right. Okay. You know exactly what this looks like. I know all of you do. You've all been to these festivals. That will be you at the gym, at work, out with a lady friend. No rhythm, no apologies. <laughs> all right. <laughs> One full month. All right. You must That's everywhere good. you go. You are. You are just. You are in your jam sesh, like, but like it's nonsensical. You know what I mean? I know you you see it, right? Oh, it's there. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Y'all see it. All right. <laughs> or <laughs> walk around with a not so obvious earpiece in your ear for one day. Okay. Doing every single thing the fellas say. <laughs> All right. Absolutely zero backing out. Of a command, fellas. No backing out. Now this could get real weird. You could <laughs> you could you could even maybe end up in jail, maybe the hospital, but it's only twenty-four hours versus walking around <laughs> gyrating for a month. It's only twenty-four hours. What could really go wrong in that short amount of time, right, guys? <laughs> All right. Now now think about your friends. <laughs> that you're speaking to right now. And they would have to tell you everything to do for one full day, and you couldn't refuse. So, with that said, Dustin Miner, what are you taking first, man? Um, put my life in y- I'm putting my life in y'all's hands for a day, bro. All right. You know what? I was hoping you would say that, because I got some real weird shit in my brain for you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, everybody Wait a minute. Has- Wait a minute. I bet... Everybody has a what? You, you just put the ceiling way up high there. Some weird shit. I mean, we're talking like, hey, uh, you gotta go to a certain place that might have a glory hole that 
I mean, I've known you. I've known you, gentlemen, for over twenty years. But I know your creativity. <laughs> Do your worst. <laughs> oh, That's so oh. the wrong thing to say. That's like provoking That's, people. Yeah, you just Dude, keep it. Just, but I would, I would, I would just say, keep in mind. Of your next decision of what you have to do next. <laughs> That's true. All right. All right. Because, because you do know that I'm pretty good at one-upping people. All right. All right. Birds, what do you think? You know, I was going to go with that answer, and I was going to hire, like, a you know, reality TV, like, videography set to, <laughs> to just <laughs> to get everything on film. But after that, like, like thinking about the, the possibilities, I don't think that's going to be good for me. Oh like, no. Re- oh, it's not good for you. <laughs> no, but like if I could capitalize like money wise and, and like sell it to a network, that would be amazing. Oh, okay, but, I see I see where you put your brain at there. <laughs> but now that I think about like I could be walking into a situation that I might have to touch a dude or like I don't know. That's just bad. That's just bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, real weird. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, so you're gonna gyrate around for one I'll full gi- month. I'll, I'll, I'll do some drugs and gyrate. I, right. right. I, think, I think you would have to be on drugs in order to pull that up. Hey, if, if I'm at one of those shows, I'm definitely on drugs. Right. Would he have to gyrate at work? Yeah, work. Literally pretty. everywhere you are. If you're, if you're in motion, you're gyrating. <laughs> no apologies, no rhythm. Perez, what about you? Oh, dude, I'm totally gyrating. <laughs> That's what we do. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be. I'm, I'm gonna get like. I'm gonna pull a tombo and salivate everywhere while I'm gyrating. Whoa, hey man, I don't know if I've ever exposed myself to the T Bosch and the fellows talking life and sports listeners that I am in fact a drooler. <laughs> he, he, he's got a wet mouth. I do have but a very wet deal. mouth. Here's the deal, man. Like if you know, if I wasn't taken and we were out on a date and I start with the gyrating and she digs it. Just imagine how beneficial that could be in the sack. <laughs> right, fair enough. You're going to think I'm a champ. Hey, every time I've gyrated on the dance floor, that turns into something good later on. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. It's so, like foreplay. So Dustin wants to get punished by the fellas. Y'all want to get punished by society and judged. All right. Fair enough. Fair, fair enough, fellas. I love, love, love the answers. By the way, uh, I'm not putting that earpiece in. I would definitely be gyrating for a month if I, if I had a choice. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm not letting y'all do some effed up shit to me like that. It's not going to happen. Hey, 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 Dustin, by the way, none of us are going to be uh, on the earpiece. So good luck, brother. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> I I, uh, I want to make, I'll be making sure that you gyrate the whole month. And if you stop gyrating, you'll have to do that shit for a day. All right. Heard that. Fair enough. All right, gentlemen. That's it. It's a wrap. You know, things, you know, they got a little weird. They could get weirder. I'm just saying they could get weirder. But hey, we got through it. Uh, we talked about David Tepper's big brass balls. The Warriors being dominant when it comes down to it. And uh, Steve Smith's shoe size. <laughs> and of course, Dustin Monard over here trying to hang out at glory holes via the fellas. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Say that again? That's, that's, yeah. in, that's in Burns' glory sick mind. Glory holes. Yeah, glory holes for Dustin. <laughs> Thanks to Burns. <laughs> Hanging out at Scorpio's at 3 a.m. <laughs> You know, fellas, to me, you know, that's kind of... I stop. That's my sign. (laughs) (laughs) 
October 28th, guys. <laughs> hey, my birthday is uh, on Wednesday. That's oh, happy almost birthday. birthday. Happy almost birthday. Thank you. Go Thank do you. What's, your si- what's your sign, Burn? I'm a Gemini. You hear that, fellas? Gemini. <laughs> All right. Gemini. Listen. That's a, we've had a full day, fellas. As always, <laughs> listeners, thanks for hanging out with our nonsensical rambling, as you always do. Hook the fellas up with a little love by following, liking, sharing us with your sports friends and family at T-Bosh and the fellas on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, and the Gram. Spotify, hopefully coming to you here real soon. That's in the works. We appreciate the support, y'all. Tub. Uh, I meant to tell you, sorry about your Pittsburgh Penguins getting bounced from the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Well, it took them like like 20 times to beat us in the playoffs, so they can have one. Yep, absolutely. I know you were looking for the repeat. Burns, uh, you know, when it comes down to it, we get in on that side hustle action. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, whatever. Hey, 10% for any client you bring on. All right, all right. <laughs> LeBron yeah. may not be the GOAT, but you, sir, are the GOAT. Of some new Fort Mill neighborhood developments. You like that, don't you? Get your ass down here to Fort Mill, y'all. Saxon Place, America's home. We're dealing. <laughs> We're dealing. <laughs> We're dealing. I don't, is that really the? Is that what you want to go with? <laughs> Dude, honestly, it doesn't matter what I say right now. These houses are flying off the shelf. All right, check out his development. I'm Thomas Bosch, your host and creator shouting it from the rooftops over here life is too short to harbor ill will towards anybody we're all in this life thing together so please give each other a big old bear hug and damn it y'all just be nice to each other let's blow this popsicle sam fellas we'll see you for 33 <laughs>